You know what group mind is? You do. Yeah, that's what mind meld is supposed to, like, simulate. Yeah, it's supposed to simulate that you're all on the same wavelength. I was thinking about this as I dozed off to sleep. (laughs) You you synced up to the hive mind. (laughs) I did. Uh, My little connector went out. So you know how people always kind of tend to make the same jokes or references? Are there cultural touchstones that, like, reach out everywhere? Yeah, the things I say that have been iterated on, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. Yes. Uh, But I feel like... Maybe, maybe group mind, maybe the truth of it is everyone's reading from the same book. It's just about getting on the same page. Because if everyone like sees something and then they're like, ah, pushy car salesman archetype. Yeah. Right. They just looked it up in their dictionary. Pretty much. Well, we've all got the same dictionary. You know what the name of that dictionary is? The zeitgeist. Yeah. That's why we talk about this shit because... It's exactly what you're describing. You want to tap into the cultural happenings of right now. Yeah. Because that's the book being written today. But that's but everyone knows that book. They're just not willing to read from it because they're afraid. Well, the, the thing is, is like a lot of stuff happens and people kind of just passively accept it. By analyzing it, you, you, you realize, yeah, this shit has happened before. Like, the, all the parallels you can draw between Nixon and our current president, people are like, whoa, this is... Weird. It's like, well, yeah, no, if you paid attention at all, all of the same trappings are here. We've lived through this before. It's just, you know, the zeit- the people who read that version of the zeitgeist are all older, and they're all voting for him. Yeah, the, 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 the worm has turned there. But, I mean, I wonder if that's... I wonder how much of culture is influenced by human behavior or how much human behavior is influenced by culture. Because, like, for all the, the Nixon parallels or for anything else where you can find, a, like, a, a through line through history, were those people just reading from the same book of the previous generation dating back to the dawn of man? Are certain people, not that I believe in, in fate, but is there kind of this soft Predestiny that puts us in certain roles based on our situation? Is that the book we're reading? I think humans are creatures of habit, and part of that means we fall into similar trappings, and so maybe certain events keep happening. Either that or the simulation that we're in only has so many lines of code. <laughs> Zero credits. When I die, I have but two requests. The first, I want my remains to be scattered around Disneyland. The second, I don't want to be cremated. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name's John. And together we're Henry and John discussing the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist. Yes. I went kind of low energy today, and it felt really good. You know, sometimes it feels good to mellow it out, not put on any kind of, like, performance... Because at the end of the day, we're all just people. We're all just people with incredible intro jokes that are perfect segues into what I wanted to talk about. That's amazing. However, first, we have a little bit of 
a little bit of previous business to discuss. I just wanted to make it clear that that segue would have been perfect, but please continue. I'm sorry. I'm just we've got some we've got some post what was it, last meeting business. Yeah. In the previous episode, we hyped up a little movie coming out this year called Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Haw. We've got some reader mail. They don't read the podcast. We've got some fam mail. Fam, fam mail. They're family. Fam mail-y. Nah, that's too much. That's too much. That's, that's too much. It's one syllable too much. We have some fam mail uh, from our our one of our most avid listeners and fans. Uh, first. Hmm. And she writes, my ZCPC, boys. That's hard to say. Z- Wait, can I give it a shot? My ZCPC. My ZC. Yeah, it's impossible to say. Impossible to say. I am disappointed that neither of you gentlemen mentioned the best part about the Hobbs and Shaw trailer, arguably the most hype of all the commercials of the Bleeper Bowl. But, the, but, but that best part was the cover of Why Can't We Be Friends as the soundtrack to the trailer. Genius. If you do not follow The Rock on Instagram, do it because you are missing out on the fun. He regularly talks about fun stuff on set and drops little hints about the film. I love it. That was all in all caps. Ahem. Also, may I humbly present as a solution to the Soshmed plugs? I guess Soshmed? Soshmed plugs. Socialized medicine? Yes. <laughs> as a solution to all socialized medicine, medicine problems, uh, colon, con, con, <laughs> sorry, wow, coin toss. So Wait, the socialized medicine con toss, where you toss convicts <laughs> at socialized medicine problems with a coin toss. Very best to you both, comma, this, that's a sign off first. Now, I like a good coin toss as much as any man. Yeah? That's it. I don't have any coins on me. Yeah, I really don't have cash. If we could flip, like, a Venmo account... Yeah, if I could, like, flip my credit score... (laughs) Yeah, if you could... Uh, Let me tell you, in five easy steps, I can flip your credit score. Uh, Banks hate them. Banks hate me for unrelated reasons. So what what do you think about that? We didn't talk about why can't we be friends as the music to the trailer. And first over here, say that's the best part of the trailer. I think the best part is the reveal uh, to an ignorant me that the antagonist is a cybernetic Idris Elba. Idris Elba. However, the music, definite second to that revelation. It's one of those things where I'm going to be sad when that's not used in the movie at all because it's probably the perfect, like, summation of the conflict between Hobbs and Shaw. Mm -hmm. But maybe, just maybe, we'll hear it in the credits. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully there are some inspired moments in Hobbs and Shaw. I'm... I'm very excited. Also, following The Rock on Instagram, I can recommend for a multitude of reasons. Workout motivation, life motivation. If you just want to see a man eat a whole lot of fish. If you just want to see a man smiling in front of a pizza. As as he devours it with his eyes. Yeah, he uh, he has like cheat days and stuff. He's a fun Instagram follow. Uh, he's a pretty like positive fitness guy, which is not super common to find. Yeah. So, you heard it here first, fams. 
Baldur. You heard it from first. You heard it from first, fams. Oh, that could be a fun segment. You heard it from first, fams. Uh, follow The Rock on Instagram and have a deeper appreciation of why can't we be friends in the trailer of Hobbs and Shaw coming 2019. Gotta be the best movie this year. Hands down with a bullet, as you like to say. Maybe even a couple of knives. Uh, when is this coming out? September, two, two, August? 2019. Shit. It's summer. It's gotta be summer. It's the Fast God. and Familia. God, the I can't The Fuck wait. You I, always comes out in summer. I know we can't stop talking about that trailer because we'd have a whole episode about it, but you I can't. You want to do a uh, supplemental reading on that trailer? A supplemental reading of the trailer, a supplemental reading of The Rock's Instagram feed, a supplemental reading of the film. Oh man, a supplemental reading on an Instagram feed would have to be, like... Second by second. Oh, we would have to view the entire Instagram feed. With f- For The Rock, I do believe that would be quite a few dozens of hours. Yeah. Average video, maybe like 10 seconds long. It would take a long time. It would. And if you want to be featured on the opening of a sh- an episode, stay tuned to the very end of this episode to find out how you can get in touch with us. That's well, a classic hook. I know, I hook them. You really hooked them horns. I hook them. I hook them horns. Are, is hook them horns UT? Yes. What's the Aggies? Uh, A&M? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Aggies are A&M for ain't here, man. <laughs> the H is silent. I, uh... I, they ain't in Austin. I, uh, was talking to someone and they had like an Aggies thing. I'm like, oh, you're from Austin. This wasn't in person. And they were like, what? No, a and I'm like, I don't give a shit about the rest of Texas. It's called College Station. College Station, that, Texas? That's the town that A&M is in. Sounds like a real fun place. Speaking of fun, tonight's episode is brought to you by the beer we will be drinking called... Uh, it's, coming, it's coming from Real Ale Brewing Company. At the top is a little thing that says, only in Texas... Texas. It's the state of Texas and then the word Texas. Yeah, it has the, the very common hieroglyph for Texas. Yes. And this is Hans Pils. Pils as in Pilsner. It's a light beer that will be served at my wedding. A reference, of course, to the pills that every man named Hans must take every day. It's a German-style Pilsner that is brightly hoppy and flavorful. Man's other best friend with a small picture of a dog. I do like a pills. Light, light, crisp, and it's going to be featured at my wedding, so you better like it. It is good. I'd say, were I to review it seriously, uh, it's very it's very light. It doesn't hang around in your mouth at all. Yeah. It's a little alcohol that hops forward, but it's nice and refreshing. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a light beer guy. And I'm not an IPA guy. These choices are for other people. Yeah. The night of, I will be drinking everything else. You know, like fennel or rosemary? Like a, a spice that really comes through in cooking? Okay. That's what that's what this is like. It's like, ooh, and then it's gone. Yeah, it's kind of like, a, it's light on the aftertaste. It hits you up front with a full mouthfeel taste. And then it, it escapes into the night. Yes, it, it hits you in the mouth, it feels your mouth, and then it escapes into the night. Okay, Gross. well, when you describe it like that, I want to not talk about <laughs> it anymore. I just want you guys to know we're going to be drinking Hans Pills during this episode. Yes, uh, we're drinking... Uh, I don't know why I wanted to go more into it and say like how many ounces are in the can. 
I think we have wasted enough good faith getting to that segue I mentioned, and we should get... Do you want me to redo the joke so that the, the, the segue is seamless? Uh, no. Okay, good. So going back to that previous segue, that previous joke, which was a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about, I have a, a hell of an episode for you, Henry. Oh, for me personally. Now, you might not look at me and say, this guy's very into this kind of thing. And you'd be sadly mistaken. Because guess what? We're going to show you a whole new world, princess. Because this is going to be a Disney-heavy episode. Is this all about the new trailer that dropped during the Grammys this past Sunday for Disney's live-action remake of Aladdin? You mean Blue Will Smith? Featuring a Blue Will Smith. Hell yeah, it is. Pull up Blue Will Smith. I, no, I mean, we are going to look at Blue Will Smith. I have seen enough memes of Blue Will Smith. I don't need to look at him. Because I've seen him so many times, John. I don't think you understand. For the past two days, I have done nothing at work except slack pictures of Blue Will Smith to my coworker, who had no idea why I was doing that. Hold on. I see him. Hold on. Alright, you're, you're zooming in on this tattoo. Hold on. Okay, there's he's just closer. I don't know if these are good bits. So, uh, Blue Will Smith, for anyone who is... Wait. Here's a meme that says it's Blue Will Smith, and in the bottom it's, it's a scene from The Force Awakens with Ray saying, the garbage will do. I think if, if we're reviewing memes, probably the best one is the Harry Potter one. Here's a picture of Will Smith in his MIB outfit standing next to his stand a la JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, it's a JoJo. And jo his stand in this case is Blue Will Smith. Okay. Here's a picture of a purple Will Smith. Oh, like kind Thanos, of like Thanos. To look, okay, yeah. To look like Thanos with a speech bubble that says, "Reality can be whatever I want." Uh huh. Yeah. I'm out. I mean, and also here's one of Shaggy. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> 2019's meme game is off to a disastrous start. Well, I, I think I, I, I uh, wow. I need to work on that fucking stutter. I think a very well-renowned scholar by the name of Jack's Films on YouTube has has put forth. Wait, what does he do on YouTube? His name is Jack's Films. His name is Jack's Films. Oh, I thought you said his name is Jack's Films on YouTube. And he's on YouTube, and he put forth the theory that January memes of every year are the weakest memes. What if everyone's YouTube channel name was the name of what they did? <laughs> I so, jack films on YouTube. Or, or like, plays video games on YouTube, or plays video games but is racist and <laughs> Swedish on YouTube. Swedish racist <laughs> video game player. On YouTube. On YouTube. Uh, that's, by law, you have to describe what's on your channel. So we would be talks about nothing important on YouTube. Uh, we would be talks about nothing important on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. So, you want to talk about this god-awful abortion of a film? Not at all. Why did you bring it up? So, how is it a segue from, oh, Disney. Disney. That's, that's how it was. Disney is the segue. Now, as none of our listeners are aware, I don't think, I'm planning a vacation. From the podcast, no. <laughs> I mean, I won't be doing the podcast while I'm on vacation. All right, are you planning on going to Disney World? Yes. Ooh, the one in Florida, Disney World. Yes, not land. Not land. I wish we were going to land, but... Why? We are we, only going to see. So you could... 
Oh, okay, wait. The three Disney parks that I know are ridiculous. Because there's Disneyland, right? Yes, yeah. Japanese Disney is called Tokyo, Tokyo Disney Sea, S-E-A. No. You're making that up. It is. So why is it land, sea, and world? Well, next is Galaxy. Disney Galaxy. Yeah, and then it, and then it, then it's Galaxy Two. Uh huh. And then it's Odyssey. <laughs> yes. Uh, Don't forget Su- Super Disney Sunshine. What about New Super Disney Brothers Wii U? Yeah, that that's also in the works. So yes, yeah, so I'm planning on taking a consecutive hold on ten days off of work. Holy shit! And all other obligations. Oh my god, you're gonna you're gonna get to know that park. Uh, we're only gonna be in Disney for four or five days. Where else are you going? Uh, New Orleans, doing some stuff there. Okay, and then potentially going to Universal. Universal is good. I'm waiting for the Nintendo theme park to open up at Universal. I've been to Universal before when I was a wee child, but the reason why I'm bringing Disney is not to brag about my trip, uh, but it will be luscious. Uh, I would like to ask you, someone who I do believe has been to Disney World before. Yes. As a layman, as someone who has never been to Disney World. You've never been to Disney World? Never in my entire life. Wow, you've really not missed much. I, really? Is it bad? No, it's not bad. I just... Of the things to do in the world today... In the going, Disney world. Going to... No. <laughs> in the larger... The larger non-branded world for now, as before Disney buys it, uh, there, there's, there's better stuff to do. Well, uh, the plans are already in the making, so you can't dissuade me from it. However... So what are you... You're going to ask, what are the musts? So we are not doing Park Hopper... We are doing a park a day. Okay, that's a that's a good way to do it. There's a total of four because I think there's four parks. All right, you got your Magic Kingdom, which encompasses like the main park. Yes. You got what used to be called MGM Studios. I don't know what it's called anymore. Cars Land. Probably. You got Epcot. Oh, I'm so excited about Epcot. Yeah, that. You got Epcot, and then you got Animal Kingdom. Yes. And then there's two water parks, but they're not really part of the parks. I don't think we're doing water parks. Okay. Uh, I'm since we're not doing park hopper. I figured if we did park hopper, it would uh, make us too diffuse. There'd be too much to do, and we couldn't focus on any one yeah. thing and appreciate it. I. So I, if we're doing one park a day, yes. I want to get your honest opinions on each because it sounds like you've been to all. I have been to all, and I would say. You need two days to really get through Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. It's just, it's really big. Yeah. And of all the parks, it has the most to offer you. Mm-hmm. And because it's, it's actually one of the better parks, because there are so many attractions, the lines for the attractions never get too intolerable. And Magic Kingdom, that's where you get your Tower of Terror. No. Really? Yeah. What's in Magic Kingdom? I thought Magic Kingdom is where all the classic rides would be. All the small things. Shoot the aliens. You're right about that, but Tower of Terror has always been on the MGM lot. Oh. Yeah, it's one of the only... It's the main attraction at MGM. Um, We did MGM for like an afternoon. Okay. And then we went to a different park. Did you do Tower of Terror? Yes, and I absolutely... Did you see the guy who killed himself? No. Oh. Uh, they I probably thought, cleared thought, them out by now. I thought someone had to kill themselves every time you rode Tower of Terror. No. I, I absolutely uh, suggest going to do Tower of Terror because one is the only big thing at MGM, but also because every time you ride it, it's different. 
It's completely randomized. Really? The going up is pretty much the same, but the going down uses an algorithm, so it's never the same ride twice. Oh, that's cool. Um, and you might see different floors. You might open up to different floors on the way up. It's not always the same. There, there are multiple shafts, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it's just... it's it, One thing I really admire about Disney is that you wait in line, but they make it so you, you don't feel like you're waiting in line. You're going through this hotel. You're going through the boiler room and stuff. Like, it's atmospheric. You're seeing all the... like. They do line design better than anyone else. Now, that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm excited to go to Disney. Uh, I know that there are are better things to do. I was considering using this time to go skin diving and swimming with manatees and doing, like, uh, supping again. Just stuff that I like doing in Florida. But the reason why I want to do this, and I think it will appeal to me, number one, uh, Allison is a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, But also, my... Love of all theme parks has never been, like, exciting rides or food. It is park design. Oh, yeah. I am phenomenally interested in extremely closed, monitored systems in theme parks. The idea to me that the tree in Animal Kingdom, all of its leaves are numbered so they know exactly where every single one goes. That is very exciting to me. One of the best parts about Animal Kingdom is just walking around and looking at that tree from different angles. And that's really, I mean, there's a lot to do in Animal Kingdom. When, when I, the first time I went to Animal Kingdom, it had just opened. So there was nothing. Mm-hmm. But there was that tree, and you just walk around the park looking at that tree. It was great. They, uh, they also do a lot of really cool stuff with perspective, like forcing your perspective to make things look bigger. They design the park so that you can see certain areas of the park from other places, yeah. from my understanding. That seems really interesting to me. So back to your question, I would say two days Magic Kingdom and then one day for every other park. Okay, I think we're, we can do four days max. All right, well then you're going to want to hit the highlights of Magic Kingdom. Yes, there are a lot. We're thinking highlights Magic Kingdom day one. And then... There's so many good things to ride. Like, And because you've never been. Dumbo? I ride Dumbo? You don't ride Dumbo. Thunder Mountain Railroad, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain for sure. Space Mountain, if it's open, they recently closed it because some idiot climbed out of the ride. Have you heard about this? I have not. Space Mountain is a roller coaster. Have, have you heard about it? It's a roller coaster where you like shoot things with guns? No, that's the Buzz Lightyear. Jesus Christ, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, like alien shoot em game. Okay. Ride. I read a lot of guides about how to cheat at that game. So I've, I'm excited. I have never been on it to this day, and it's it's my most wanted, my most requested ride, and we never get a chance to ride it. And it's gonna it's gonna break my my fiance's heart when she hears that. So does it change anything if i say that the way we are going to experience these parks is we are going to get to the park as soon as they open and leave when they close i mean you get you have a lot of time we're going to spend the entire day because like a, yeah you our a, accommodations are done yeah we'll have food with us and, and like for certain parks you're gonna run out of stuff to do quick yeah uh i really just mgm because it's, it's always been sort of the overflow they're revamping it right now, so maybe... Because, like, you could always go to, like, the great movie ride, but they closed that. Oh. That ride was open for, like, 50 years. Mm-hmm. It's where a lot of famous people... No, no one famous got their start <laughs> there. But it was one of those rides where it's like, this is the magic of the movies. Mm-hmm. That's gone. Okay. They got... They got Tower Terror. <laughs> Wait, I, I like to imagine... That uh, the magic of the movies, or whatever it's called, shut down <laughs> because... 
I imagine number one, it's a roller coaster. Probably wrong. It's not. But it takes a oh. it takes a left turn and there's a massive mural and it says Harvey Weinstein welcomes you to the magic of the movies. <laughs> No. And every every turn there's like a little animatronic <laughs> Harvey wants to be like, Welcome to the world of movies where nothing bad could ever happen. That's that's that would be hilarious. That's <laughs> not they true. replace it with Johnny Depp. It, it was just kind of like a hokey experience where you are riding on this tram, you're going through like sets and stuff, and you, and then uh like uh you go through this western scene and like bandits are there and like they kidnap your host. Oh. And then like the tram keeps going without a host, and you're <laughs> right. like, oh my god, we're gonna die. And then, like, she, she like, fights off... Ours was a woman. She fights off the bandits, like, off-screen, and then comes back. She's like, ha, I bet you thought I was gone. They can't get rid of me that easily. Oh, that's pretty funny. It's gone now. Is that, like, the versions of the Jaws ride where the captain of the boat can fall off and get eaten by Jaws? Pretty much. God, the Jaws ride is so good. I fucking love Universal Studios. Well, you're not going there. I'm kidding, you are. But let's focus on Disney. Okay. We're just still at Magic Kingdom. We're so still at Magic Kingdom. Thunder Mountain Railroad. Splash Mountain. The new uh, Snow White ride, I think it was. It was pretty good. It's like a an entry-level roller coaster. Okay. I can um, handle some roller coasters. So Space Mountain, that's where we were. Space Mountain is is a roller coaster that is done completely in the dark. Okay. Uh, they, they've lit, like, lit it up a little bit more, and there's like stars in the ceiling so you can see a little bit better. Uh, but somebody recently climbed out of their cart. Oh, no. And jumped off. Oh, why? In the dark. They didn't die? Yeah. Were they, they were high? I don't know. That's a trip straight to Disney jail right there. But they, so they closed it down because they they need to rethink the safety mechanics of this ride where you ride in the dark. So or maybe they could allow it so anyone who's an idiot and jumps off gets what they get. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good things in Disney World. Part if you like park design, just walking around, you will see so many things. But we'll compartmentalize. So that's what I need to see in Magic Kingdom. There's so much more. Huh. I mean, yes, it's lame, but the It's a Small World ride, if you've never been on it, you need to do once. Everyone that I know. So, my girlfriend has been to Disney like 13 times. She she can help you. Yeah, she, she knows In fact, she probably knows better than I what to do. She just doesn't know anything that's new, because it's been years since she went. The Snow White ride is new. Uh, but one thing that we're going to try to do, and I know it's a fucking fool's game, but she still has her autograph book from the characters, and we want to try to get some of the ones she's missing. Do it. Absolutely. She doesn't have Mickey. See, here's the thing. Ah, uh, the line for Mickey must be a fucking mile long. I mean, you can find... Sometimes you can just find him walking through the park. Just smoking a cigarette? No. You uh. never, absolutely <laughs> never. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter how old you are at Disney. You will be treated... Like, you are the exact appropriate age to do whatever you want to do. We we, we waited in line to meet uh, Pluto. Yeah. And it didn't matter that we were, like, college-age kids. It didn't Pluto was like, you know, come. Yeah. Come, have your picture taken, you know. Mm-hmm. You're here. They, they go out of their way to make you feel like everything you're doing is good. I... So, if, if I ever show you her autograph book from the characters... Uh, they all have curated individual autographs that are in line with how their characters act. That's amazing. Like Eeyore's, yeah. 
is cursive and it has a little frowny face hidden in it. Oh, she's got Eeyores? She's got Eeyores. I'm jealous. Uh, but no, it's... I, I do not like authoritarianism in the world, but I like authoritarianism in art. And Disney World seems to be a beautiful authoritarian artistic paradise. They are like the oppressive regime of art. Yeah. To, to great effect. All right, so Magic Kingdom, let's say we got that sorted. Yeah. There's some new things for her to check out. Too they, much to cover in the podcast, we'll say. They moved Storybook Land. What the is whole, that? The whole thing. Okay. All right, so MGM. You got Tower of Terror. Must, you must do. Maybe twice. Tower of Terror is number one on my list. Then you've got, and don't knock it, but you've got the Aerosmith roller coaster. Okay. Um, it's one of the fastest roller coasters in the world. Oh, you boy. go from zero to like eighty at the start of the ride and just boom, Yikes. rocking out to Aerosmith. It's pre- it's pre- I know Aerosmith is a weird choice. <laughs> it is, but it's actually one of the funner rides in all four parks. How how similar is it to the short-lived Aerosmith arcade game Revolution X? Uh. It's actually the same length as in short-lived. Okay, good. And it's a wild ride. Uh, and you end up in a gift shop. So maybe it's a little different. <laughs> okay, maybe a little different. Actually, but that sounds like... I, I, it's been a while since I've been on a, a sure enough roller coaster. It's pretty great. Now, is, is Disney World about, like, flips, loops, or is it just... Little loops. There are some. I think the Aerosmith ride is one of them that does a loop. Space Mountain, you can't tell. Okay, great. Because it's, it's under, in the dark. It's in the dark. Not at, like Thunder Mountain Railroad is all about just like wild turns. Mm-hmm. Splash Mountain is just a straight drop. It's just a drop. log plume, right? A log, a log plume. Second beer. Um, I can't remember a lot of loops. Okay, so. That's kind of MGM, you know? MGM is Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror, the, the Aerosmith ride. There might be... Aerosmith oh, ride. there's a Star Wars ride now. Oh, I want to go to the Star Wars stuff. I know it's dumb, but I want to go to the Star Wars stuff. I can't remember what park it's in. Is food very expensive? It is not cheap. I figured. It's not overly expensive, especially at any of the counter service places, but it's not... It's, it's not cheap. Okay. Yeah. We're going to bring some food with us, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I think you can bring coolers in. Yeah, cooler. Cooler. Uh, but that's MGM. They've got some museums and stuff, too, that are actually that. Worth, worth... No, I... Okay. Okay, that's, wait. They're worth checking out. Like, okay. it's about, like, how Walt got his start and his plan for the parks. Okay. Because they were supposed to be, like, this is the perfect city on Earth. Mm-hmm. And they, then they turned into amusement parks. Uh, that, as every perfect city does. Epcot. I'm excited for Epcot because the only thing that people consistently tell me about Epcot is that you can drink a lot. Yes, you can. It's one of the only parks you can drink in. Um, you can get beer from every you know country that they represent mm-hmm. or, or drinks. And uh, so, but the rides there, there's not a lot. Uh, okay. There's Spaceship Earth, which is the giant golf ball. Uh huh. There's the new. It used to be a Viking ride. It is now a Frozen ride. Great. I, I've heard it's good. I have not been on it. Also, in Mexico, they added Coco to the Mexico ride. Okay. I also have not been on that because Coco came out after. Yeah. Uh, really, you just want to walk around and eat and drink all day. So, that's that sounds good to me. Yeah. We. So, maybe 
not full day MGM. I don't know. Okay. You know, maybe I'm leaving out things that because honestly, at MGM, all I wanted to do was ride Tower of Terror because I never did. Okay. And get, like, super drunk at Epcot. Yeah, why not? And then ride Space Mountain and climb out. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Um, now, Animal Kingdom has expanded a lot in recent years. There's a whole Avatar world now. Oh, James boy. Cameron's Avatar oh, world. Oh, boy. I think that's opening. Blue Will Smith. It's, pretty, it's opening pretty soon. Um, but you've got the Matterhorn, or the Yeti ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got... Hold on, Yeti ride? Yeah. Is that as incredible as it sounds? It's pretty great. Do you get attacked by a Yeti? Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, That's like ski free. It's pretty great. I want to get attacked by a Yeti. That's one of the ones where I was really impressed with the the line presentation because you go through all these like museums and stuff. It's one of the only, it's like the biggest ride at Animal Kingdom. So the line's pretty long. Yeah. But you go through like Yeti museums and like they've got like all these artifacts that they've uncovered and then you start like going into the jungle and stuff. It's like the line takes you on this narrative journey that it's just like we you didn't get this on like the 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 what was it the jungle safari line. It almost sounds like if you're gonna get like fast pass tickets at a kiosk because they're not more money, right? I have no idea. Uh, it sounds like for certain rides you wouldn't even want a fast pass if they have this like curated experience for you. Well, it's kind of like you wouldn't mind going through it twice, once quickly and once slowly, because the rides are usually different. They're usually not the same each time. Like on Space Mountain, there are two different tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Yeti ride, I believe there's two different ways up the mountain. That's so. It's just so cool to me that they. Offer different experiences yeah. statistically. That's very cool. And, and a lot of a lot of the rides are like that, except for like Thunder Mountain Railroad. Some of the classics, like Splash Mountain, of course. Some mm-hmm. of the classics are just one. But a lot of the newer rides, they've split into like multiple experiences, so you don't get you know burnt out on riding twice or more. Okay. I wish there was like a Viking ride where it was like press this button if you want Vikings, press this button if you want Frozen, yeah, and sorry. then all the carts that wanted Viking would split off one way. Yeah, they didn't do that because no. I don't think they had the space. Characters make money. They do. Also, in Animal Kingdom is just a lot of pretty scenery and a lot of pretty animals. How much? Uh... It's like a zoo. Oh, for real anim- For real zoo? Oh, that's a bummer. No, I mean, I mean. Well, yeah. Whatever. I mean, maybe they're... I don't know. I have complex feelings about zoos, but we're still going. We paid money for these tickets. There's a there's a petting zoo that you have to take a train to get to. Pretty oh, cool. Oh, can you take the animals out on the train? <laughs> no, I'm Dang. sorry. But we got to pet a goat. Ooh, that's a classic petting zoo animal. Yeah. Okay, let's all name three really classic petting zoo animals. Goat, pig, chicken. Yeah. Now you have to name three that aren't the ones I said. Uh, sheep. Sheep for sure. There aren't any more. Uh, <laughs> you named them all. Llama? No. Emu. What? That's what... No, a giant bird is not a good place for kids. Turkey vulture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm probably leaving out a lot. We're probably going to get some... some... <laughs> 
<laughs> some fam mail. I'm very excited for the fam mail because if you are hearing something that Henry is egregiously leaving out and you very badly want me to experience during the first and dare I say last time I will ever experience Disney World in my life, let us know. Uh, so there's a place called Toontown. Oh, like uh, the the online multiplayer game? It's in Magic Kingdom, and I believe this is Disney World. There's a ride that's like Mr... Not Mr., sorry. Roger Rabbit's ta- Crazy Taxi. Uh-huh. And uh, what it is, is it's, it's just a normal ride where you, uh, you fall, your, your little car falls a track, but they let you spin. Oh, no. As much as you want. Oh, no. I had so much fun on that ride as a kid, and I can't remember if it's world or land. Things that spin like crazy do make me want to throw up. Cool. You would love it. I'm good at roller coasters, but not so much things that just keep spinning. Stay away from the uh, the mad tea party ride. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Anytime I see, like, teacups or those spinning apples at state fairs. Oh, the that. spinning apples are insane. Fuck that shit. I used... Because I was, you know... I was like, this is a test of strength. How sick can I make myself? <laughs> I um I went on one of those spinning apples at a strawberry festival because the South Ponchatoula, I think so. Yeah, it was in Louisiana. Yeah, Ponchatoula. And uh, I went with a bunch of my other second beer. I went with a bunch of my other children friends, and I think they were like family or something. I don't know. I remember a lot of people cried that night. Yeah, but. Uh, the apple rides that we were in had like this huge door opening with the thing that closed about halfway up. Yeah. And we're just spinning and spinning and spinning. <laughs> and I, no one threw up, but okay. I, I remember, it's really awful. I remember that whatever children I was with, one of them was a girl. I do not remember the relationship. We were all less than eight. And my only memory is she was getting very mad at, like, her brother or her cousin or something. And she was just, like, yelling and yelling and being like, stop spinning or let me spin or whatever. (laughs) And she, like, stood up on the little seat to yell at him. Yeah. And, like, took an angry step towards him and got sucked out of the opening like like an airlock opened on a spaceship. Oh, my God. It was (laughs) really... She was okay. She was scratched up, but... It's a very clear image in my mind that she, like, stood up and then, like, took a step forward to, like, get to him but crossed the door and then went, gone. It was very scary. That's That probably won't happen to you at Disney. God, I hope not. Now, here's my, my general advice. Because, like, we covered the highlights. General advice. If there's any Disney property that you enjoyed as a kid or enjoy now, seek it out. Because you'll, you'll, be, you'll be surprised how much you will enjoy it as an adult. I'm trying to think of a Disney property I enjoy. Like Toy Story? Eh. Really? I mean, Toy Story's good. I, I like Toy Story a lot. I don't have, like... Do you have a favorite I Disney? Have, I have pretty fond memories of Toy Story, I guess. Don't don't lie I mean, to I, our I remember listeners play- just because you're feeling... Like you're not human anymore? I remember liking the Sega Genesis game quite a bit. I don't generally like Disney that much. Is there a Lion King ra- There's a Lion King show. Oh. You I, need to see the show. I love the Lion King. You need to see the show. I genuinely quite enjoy the Lion King. And then King. tell me how it is, because I fell asleep. Okay, so Lion King show. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's that good if you... Well, my the last time I went to Disney World was uh, we drove... 
from Mississippi to Florida. That's and, a long drive. In one day. Orlando. Orlando. And one Sorry, day. was I not supposed to say where Disney World is? No, you can't. I don't want people to dox, though. We actually stopped, I think, in Gainesville overnight. And then the next morning woke up early and drove straight to the park. So you stopped at a Gold's Gym? Yeah. Gainesville? Gainesville. That's the jokes we made. Um, and, but we went from Gainesville to Orlando the next morning and arrived right when the park opened. But the the drive the night the day before just drained me. Mm-hmm. And we hit Magic Kingdom pretty hard, did as much as we could. It rained. I took a nap. Okay. In, 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 in the rain. In the rain. And then we, we were like, go, 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 you know, hitting all these things, exhausted. And then it was like, oh, there's this Lion King ride, air show. We should see it. And I we sat down and immediately I was like, it was dark. It was like cool, you know, out of the sun. It was like, boom, I'm out. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the human body, but like if if you've been in the sun or active, the second your body is like, oh, the temperature dropped 10 degrees and it's dark later. Yeah. I had the, I've done that in movies multiple times, especially... Oh, Especially when I lived near enough to a movie theater that I could walk there. Yeah. If I, like, went there with friends and we, like, stopped at GameStop or whatever and, like, walked around and then ended up at the movie theater, the second we sat down for the movie, I was out like a fucking light. I mean, I've done that in plays. I've done that in operas. I've done that in, like, just concerts, you know, classical concerts. Is that because the human brain is like, well, obviously you're hot and you're tired. You've been running from predators this whole (laughs) time. Yeah. This is like a nice cold cave. No one's ever died to a predator while listening to (laughs) classical music. Therefore... Nap time for you, sir. Yeah, you're in this classical music cave, so you might as well conk off. I, that's absolutely it. So are you excited for your Disney World venture? I'm very excited. I'm somewhat nervous because when you've been through almost 30 years of life and you've never been to Disney World uh, and it's all you hear about, because it has significant societal and cultural pull. It does. Uh I'd say if you averaged it out over the course of your life, if you discreetly counted every reference to Disney World you heard, you've probably heard one every day of your entire life. Yeah. Because you will hear multiple references to it, maybe in one day. If you averaged it out, you've probably heard at least a little bit about Disney World or just the phrase Disney World once a day. Yeah. It's a lot to live up to. And I uh, historically do not handle itineraries. Or theme parks very well. They irritate me. Well, I hope you have a good experience. I hope you have an experience where you have such a good time that you realize the past 30-odd years of your life were all missed opportunities to go to Disney World and you weep in the happiest place on Earth and magically somehow you transform back into the small child you used to be so that you could experience this happiest place on earth in its purest form through the eyes of a child. In the arms of Mickey Mouse. In the arms of a Mickey Mouse angel. I I look desperately forward to becoming one of those people who... And I've heard people like this speak, and I've known people like this, who are aged men, over 25, nay even 30 years of age, who unabashedly love Disney World or Disneyland. They know their favorite restaurants to go to. It's just a really fun, relaxing time for them. And I want that to be me. I So I went with, the last time I went, I went with two, three other college-age friends. And of course, you know, uh, my fiancé is who my fiancé is. 
and she loves everything Disney, so I got to experience it through her eyes. And then my good friend, one of well, a third of my best men, also very much like Winnie the Pooh, and he was so excited to see like anything related to Winnie the Pooh. This is a person who's he's getting his doctorate in history right now. And so, like, we, we went on the, the Winnie well, the Pooh ride. You'd think he'd be getting his doctorate in stoutness exercises. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we went on the Winnie the Pooh ride, and it was it, it was just, like, the, one of the best experiences in Disney World I've ever had. Just because I was seeing it through his eyes, and I was seeing Disney World through my fiancé's eyes. So I, I would kind of, like, live through the excitement of your girlfriend. Yeah, I... When... When she showed me the autograph book that had been saved, I knew it was real. Yeah. And I, I knew that this was a special thing that I had to do. And I'm hoping that the the sum, the, the mean average of my enjoyment of this thing that I've never been to before with her enjoyment of this thing that awakens all of these distant memories of every time she's been to Disney World... That they'll all, like, all combine and make this an extremely memorable occasion. And we'll go back. And if nothing else, you can check it off your, you know, de facto bucket list. And even if the experience is awful, we can still go to Universal Studios and watch someone fire blanks from a shotgun at a robot shark. Does the Florida Universal Studios have the... the, the the Kevin Costner's Waterworld stunt show? Uh, I think that it did have the Waterworld stunt show. I don't remember. We didn't go to it. We oh. went to Twister, King Kong, Joss... Oh, Universal's King so Kong- good. The King- okay, I don't know what ride it is, but there's a ride where you're going through a bunch of movies and your trolley goes through the King Kong. Yeah. And it shakes the track. Yep. Yeah. Terrified me as a child. Yes. Absolutely but, terrified me. Uh, like, you are going to die. Universal Studios is not afraid to scare the shit out of you. But also, that's that's honestly where my memories are. I've only been to Universal a couple times, but that's the things that I loved as a kid. As a kid, I loved watching Terminator, Terminator Two, Jaws, King Kong, all these like classic- Harry Potter. Sure. Uh, but you they, go to the they, Wizarding World? If Harry, we go to Ma- Universal Studios, we have to go to the Wizarding magic, World of Harry the magic Potter. Wizarding World. Because one of two things will happen. We'll board that train and see that cool like shadow play show that have happened with Harry and Hermione and Ron. Or, like, uh, one person took a picture of while they were on the train. You'll just see a Windows Vista crash screen where the little shadow oh, play no. should be going on. Make sure to take pictures of the uh, underdevelopment Nintendo area because I'm vastly curious about what they're gonna be doing there. Uh, you'll, I'm actually gonna take a video and then it'll be like me sneaking under some construction tape and then uh, just Mario comes out and kills me <laughs> with a gun. Yeah, he's just got a gun. He's, he's like, "Use it in the wrong place." <laughs> it's a time to go. It's a time to go. Oh, we talked about your vacation for we, far too long. Thank God someone did. Oh, what? No, we've been talking about it a lot. I'm I'm excited. But Maybe next week we can talk about how I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. And I don't know what to do. Have you ever been to Vegas? No interest. Oh, no. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm going there's, to Vegas. There's a lot of cool stuff in Vegas. A desert. That's not cool. It's very hot. Oh, a night. Night Desert. Night Desert's cool. Go see shows, uh, but also 
You will never... You won't hear a lot of positive... Ooh, go to Cirque. We're doing Cirque. Hell yeah, go to Cirque. We're gonna go see O. Uh, is O the new one? O is the new one. Half of it takes place in water. Uh, yes. Oh! That's why they call it O. Oh my god, I have made that joke. I am not lying to you. Countless times. Because I say I tell people we're gonna go see a, a show. And then I, I say it's called O. And I, then I say it takes place in water. And... 100% the response has been, oh. And I'm like, yeah, that's why they named it that. Um, oh my god. <laughs> so here's something uh, unprompted that I want all of our fans to look up, and also I want you to look up. I have a tremendous respect for Cirque performers. Uh, look up the YouTube channel Cirque Life. Uh, it is Cirque du Soleil performers that showing their like workout routines, their daily lives. It is the weirdest living. Yeah. It's so bizarre because these people are so dedicated. They're having so much fun. They're so young. But their whole job is fucking bananas. Oh, yeah. I, I watched a video. It's physically demanding. I mentally watched, straining. It's I, great. I watched a video from Cirque Life and there was this kid who was, he wasn't a contortionist. He was an acrobat or something who also did contortionism. Because, like, the thing you do in Cirque is you have, like, a specialty and then another thing you're good at. Yeah. Which they have crazy names. Like, the people who are strong are called, like, Hulks and Brutes. They call you that, like, a job title. They're yeah, like, I'm a Hulk. They're like, yeah, no, I've been on Hulk for three years. Yeah, I've been, on, I've been hulking. But th the community is so tight-knit, and I watched this video where basically someone did one of the hardest workout routines I've ever seen. And then they're like, come on, let's check out the new platform. And they were just like walking around this massive rotating steampunk fucking platform and doing like flips and shit on it. Yeah. It's, it is honestly like watching videos taken in a world that is... Entirely fictitious. Where everyone has, everyone is a superhero. It's so cool. These people are like Olympians with the level of athleticism they have, and they live in this insane world where the only thing they have to do is be world class athletes and put on a good fucking show. I saw a behind the scenes uh, video of a guy doing his his pre pre show uh, like stretches. He's uh, he's he's doing basically handstand push ups straight up. With one hand, and the other hand, he's, like, scrolling through, like, Reddit or something on his phone. Yeah. And, like, doing it like it's nothing. I'm, it's like, yeah, just pre-show warm-ups. I'm like, that's a feat of strength that 98% of the people who are seeing it can't do. There's, uh, there's one performer from Russia who is a contortionist. And uh, he talks about how it takes him two hours to warm up for a show. But he's also probably the most flexible human being on Earth. And with that, he could be Mr. Fantastic. He could be. Everyone in, in Cirque du Soleil is a superhero. Just, I have so much respect for those guys. So we're seeing that. We were going to see Penn and Teller, but they're not doing any shows while we're there. And I'm really, I'm kind of disappointed about that. Man, you could see Thin Penn after he ate all those potatoes. Yeah. Thin... Thin Libertarian Pen. Thin Libertarian Pen and still silent teller. <laughs> you don't know what his beliefs or diet are because he's silent. Shh. I like that he talks not on stage. 
He, oh yeah, it's just he, a character. He does, he does interviews and stuff. It's great. Uh, but you'll never hear many... What other magicians are in Las Vegas? I need to see a magic show. You'll never hear a lot of things positive for me about Vegas because I despise the institution of casinos. Oh, too bad. That's what the whole city's built on. Yeah, I hate casinos, so I have well, very little interest of going to Vegas. I need to go. I mean, are you going to go to the casino? We're staying at Excalibur. Oh, the sword? This, it's actually a castle. I'm kind of confused. That's a shame. I know. It should be called King Arthur. We're going to go uh, see like a medieval times kind of like dinner and jousting thing I'm pretty excited about. Oh, man. In my experience with things such as medieval times, uh, you should order drinks because they're fucking strong. Oh, cool. Because they want people to be tanked out of their minds and yelling about jousting. I mean... I'm going to yell. I feel like that's something that we miss out on for for the most part as people who are like relatively well-to-do people in a city that's rapidly gentrifying is we've forgotten that a lot of classic American institutions fucking load the shit out of their drinks. Yeah, no, it, it's, it, in Austin it's all about how... How far can your dollar go in, like, volume per alcohol? And it's always like, I paid $8 for this really watered-down martini. Yeah. Or, God forbid, margarita. Because, like, certain places like Baby A's, they nail how alcoholic a margarita should be. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's seven bucks, and, like, there's, like, two pours of uh, tequila in there. Yeah. We went to a place called Serrano's. And uh, we ordered the large margarita, which was nine and a half dollars. And I finished it, and it was pretty tall. And I was like, was there alcohol in that at oh, all? Oh, Serrano's like down the street from here? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I felt like there was no alcohol in it. Nine I, and a half dollars. I, I honestly think that like if you go to something like Medieval Times or a lot of sporting events... Or hell, I don't know what Disney World is like. I don't know if Epcot gives you like a lot of high-gravity beers. I've, I've never drank. But I, I really feel like we we miss out on the fact that some places will just like fucking load the shit out of your drinks for a relatively low price. Yeah. I miss that. I, I mean, it's got to be like places like the Midwest, I got to do that because, I mean, hey, you're at a bar and it's negative 20 degrees out. Yeah. I might as well give you a double for like three bucks. I, uh, I went to a very bad bar in Austin. I forget the name of it. It was bad. Put it on blast. It was bad aesthetically. I think it was called the Night Owl. They took my debit card and, get, and didn't give it back for a long time. But they make strong drinks and they're cheap. Well, maybe they were just keeping it for the tab. Yeah, but they gave it back to me. The, one thing I do like about bars in Austin is uh, it used to be like you would give your card... To the person, and then like at the end of the night, you would collect it back. But but in Austin, it's like you give them your card, and they give it right back to you. Yeah, and they can close out the tab whenever they want. Yeah, that's not my experience in Hattiesburg, where it's like, oh, you want to have a tab? We'll hold on to your card. Yeah, because I mean, that's what that the first time I was at a bar in Austin, and they held my card. I was like, what is this archaic shit? Swipe it in your square. Yeah, but here's what I do in every bar. Uh, I have them start my tab, and I say, what happens if I walk a tab here? And they tell me. Yeah. And I walk it every time. Because if you walk a tab in most bars, they'll just do like 20%, and I was going to tip 20% anyway. I can't reconcile this knowledge. I have walked... To me, to me we're going to fight about this. I have walked Hold tabs on. Hold at on. every, almost Hold. every bar. It is your civic duty 
to go to the bar and close out your tab, man. You don't have to. When I realized you didn't have to, it was a revelation. It doesn't take that... It's not that hard to just go up to the bar and say, Hey, I want to close out my tab. Yeah, but it's, it gives them the tip that I was going to give them anyway. It saves me some time. That's insane. I, was, I, I very much disagree with what you're telling me. I was now. the exact same way until I moved here. And then I was at a bar and I get physically dragged away. Because there was a whole thing happening. There was like a creepy guy. So we had to leave... But I walked the tab and I was like, no, what will they do? Will they charge me $1,000? No. It, and they just charged me 20%. And I was like, I can walk a tab everywhere. Have you, okay, have you cleared it with, a, like, have you talked to a bartender about, like, do you guys hate when people walk their tabs? Or? Yeah, I always have the same conversation. They start a tab and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, not to be weird, but, ha- but what happens if you walk a tab here? Almost always they say, uh, we just do automatic 20% tip to your server. And I say, cool. And I say... If you have to close out a tab, is it like an asshole thing to do to walk a tab? And they're like, no, we close them out all at the same time. There's just a button to do it. So I just do it. It just seems like, where did you grow up? Or if you <laughs> no, did, no, no, no. Who raised you? If you go to Blackstar. Did Mama John, did she say, oh, don't close out your tab because it's convenient? Or was she? did she raise you to close the barn door? And to leave, turn off lights when you leave the room and just be overall a nice person. I live in a house with lights that are always on and doors that are always open. Alright, so you lived in the fucking, like, north. <laughs> we don't claim you. So, if you go to a place, let's say you go to a Black Star Co-op, like a workers cooperative where they don't accept tips. And you say, what happens I if I... W- still have not been to those places. Do they serve food? Yeah, really good food. Jamie, we should go. I will put Blackstar Co-op on blast because they're my favorite place to drink in Austin. Do they? they okay. They pay their workers a living wage, 90% cooperatively owned. During the Austin water crisis, they supplied water from their stills to people. Cool. Uh, really good food. And they do not, under any circumstances, accept tips. If you tip them, then they give it to a charity. I have to ask. They brew their own stuff or what? Yeah, they brew their own stuff. So they no, have other beers on tap. Do they have a little beer called 512 Pecan Porter? Uh, no, I don't think so. I hate them. They're the worst. Why would you go there? Uh, they've got a lot of other good beers and they brew all their own beers. Blackstar's great. But if you walk a tab at Blackstar, they don't do anything. Because since they don't accept tips, they just close you out. I have tried to, the first time I went to Blackstar, I tried to give someone a dollar when they gave me a drink, customary, uh, and they like handed it back to me. They're like, hey man, we don't accept tips. If you want to put that in the Habitat for Humanity jar, go ahead. When you go to Blackstar? I mean, when I drink, which I am not really doing outside of the podcast and social events for the foreseeable future. I mean, wouldn't that be a social event? Yeah, if enough people went, it would become a show, a social event. I mean, I... Honestly, I say this. I'm kind of... I don't know what... I'm pretty sure I'm busy until after the 23rd. Mm -hmm. That's the day of my wedding. Oh, humble brag, wedding brag, nuptial brag. I can't wait to be done with planning. Do you want to go Blackstar? Yeah, sure, why not? Let's play Apex Legends. And then go to Blackstar. You want to talk about Apex Legends for three minutes? Uh, Yeah, we can talk about Apex Legends for three minutes. It's good. All right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Fans. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A little company 
by the name of Respawn Entertainment, used to make a game called Titanfall. Or rather, Vince Zampella and his team used to make a game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And Titanfall. And so, wait, you're going back too far. Uh, that's why Respawn is incredible, because they made the best shooter video game ever made. Titanfall? Modern Warfare. So this little company was bought by EA Games, and rather than sort of announce that widespread, they did a press release and certain people picked up on it, but it didn't make a lot of news. And rather than reveal what they were working on, they kept it secret for months and months of development time. And then, out of the blue last week, they announced, hey, here's our new game called Apex Legends, the Battle Royale. Featuring, uh, like, class abilities and different heroes. Also, Titanfall 3 is cancelled. Have a good day. Yes. Uh, they basically... Well, Titanfall 3 could still happen. They still want to make a Titanfall property. However... They do, but it's been cancelled. Yes. Uh, did you did you read what the the one employee of Respawn said when they asked them why they didn't advertise Apex Legends at all? Because if they announced, I read this, yeah, if, if they had announced that they were bought by EA and were told to make a a a, a battle royale game, they with would get, loot boxes with loot boxes, they would get torn apart by yeah. the internet. So but they, they just didn't market it. They did something that never happens in interactive entertainment or even in movies where they said, if we tell people what this is and we ride on public perception, we're going to get torn apart. Yeah. But if we know what we're making is good and we put it out and people start playing it, then the ball's in our court because we have pure, we have 100% confidence that the thing we're making is good. And uh, I mean, it's already, it's 25 million players in a week. About 2 million concurrent players outstripped Fortnite on Twitch. The results speak for themselves. They did the right marketing move. It's almost as if you take Fortnite, which is a game uh, which has shooting controls that I'd say are about on par with The Sims 2. And then you take Apex Legends, which is the exact same mechanics... But it's designed by people who have been making some of the the best shooting video games of the past, Christ, 15 years. Uh, they're going to make a pretty good fucking video game. They did good. Even, even if you take the loot boxes and the skins and all that shit out of the equation, which is purely cosmetic, it's just fun to play. And unless they make it so that you spend more money to play the game yeah. more... I can't imagine not enjoying playing it because if fucking every character looked the same, I'd still play it. I played fucking I, I don't Halo. Under, I don't understand how anyone doesn't play Pathfinder because the movement options you get, the grapple hook for movement, and, and like the 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 zip line you get, all of that just it adds so much more like mobility and it feels great to do like a grapple off like a mountain or something above you and to land into a slide. You're you're physically like flying through this world. Oh, have you have so you good. caught have you caught the videos of the higher high level wraith play that people do? No. So opposing teams can use wraiths portals. They can. Uh, high level wraith players during a skirmish will drop one portal like hidden and drop the other one off a cliff. Yeah. So all the other opposing players are like, we're gonna follow these people to where they went. They just shoot off a cliff and all die. Uh, did did you know that you bullets and grenades travel through rave po- portals? Yes. So you can just shoot through a portal and like, <laughs> hey, you, you eliminated somebody. Uh, yeah, it's, it's real I good. I haven't played a lot. All I've played, I've played with you, 
and with, or actually, if not you, then with uh, our other friend. Yeah. And I was playing a game with our other friend and her girlfriend, her wife, excuse me, her wife, and um, I was playing as Gibraltar, and as you know, Gibraltar's ultimate is an artillery strike, and we were pinned down by two squads, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go down, let me just do my ultimate, and I threw it out, the little things came up, Mm -hmm. and I hid behind a rock, and I'm going to see... Player eliminated, player eliminated, player eliminated. Four kills in, like, two seconds. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, the, the, the endorphin rush. I was like, I just I just eliminated four players. Like, yeah. And, and like, no one's reacting, like, on my team. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, I don't think you understand. Like, we're in the top three squads now. Like, we, we could win. Like, and they're just, like, looting and, like, they're, like, lagging. I'm like, we got to get into the circle. And then, like, we're just eliminated by some other random team. But in that moment, I was like, this is what it feels like to be a god. Yeah, there was uh, there was an incredible moment where you and I were playing together uh, with our other friend. And uh, I was just, like, zipping around, walking around looking for loot. And I, like, got up on a pipe and I crossed a window and I turned, and there was an entire squad, like, looting in the room. Yeah. And and I pumped two of them with a shotgun and knocked them down. And they immediately fired back, and I couldn't finish the job. But the fact that the stakes are so high in a video game like that, like, you're you're out, you're done, unless people yeah. can resurrect you. Yeah. Just all your victories are amplified by ten. Ooh, it's, it's just pure adrenaline. That's why shit like that is popular. I, I get it. I understand it. But also losing time and time again and no real progression. You know, you put in like skills or something. You put in like heart putting in like skill points or like like perk points or something into a game like that. And you, you've got me hooked. Because mm-hmm. I need that sense of progression. I mean, I don't. That's why I still don't play Overwatch. Because like all the leveling was just cosmetic. It didn't mean anything. And so a game like Apex Legends, yeah, sure, it'll have my attention for maybe a month, but then I'm going to move on. Like, my uh, my other friend group, we started playing The Division, which has perk points, which has, like, looting and a system of, like, a per- progression. And, like, that's going to have my attention probably longer than Apex Legends will. Yeah, but Apex Legends isn't, like, a libertarian paradise. Once Christmas is frozen, all the looters will appear. It's a loot-based shooter where you shoot looters! Um, so my favorite thing to do in The Division, and you might hate this, but uh, I immediately, like, I started playing, and I, like, you, you run into, like, civilians just walking in the street. And I, I did this mainly for my friends, but also because I thought it was funny. I started yelling at civilians, like, We are the police! Please get back to your homes! And, like, they didn't, so I started shooting them. Yeah. And I was like, We are the police! Stop resisting! We we are the New World Order, the police! And my friends keep yelling at me, like, We're not the police! What are you saying? I'm like, Get down! Stop resisting! As I'm shooting people in the face. No one can stop you from RPing. And, and toward the end of our session, I got a gun, that was like an assault rifle, called Police Something. <laughs> and I was like... I have a gun that says I am the police, and they need to listen. My gun is the police. RPing is great. I love RPing. You have to RP. You gotta Let's RP. RP. Let's RP Apex Legends. Uh, I'm gonna RP a squad that loses. 
Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. I watch a streamer. His name's Moon Moon O W. He's a great variety streamer. He's playing Apex Legends right now. And when he when he first started, he would just like basically RP that he was a bad player and then they would win. And now he's just like, yeah, I've got 70 wins and nothing means anything to me anymore. I guess that's the problem is I RP as a good player. Yeah. So we lose. Anyway, we've talked about this video game longer than our allotted time to speak about video game. I mean, we're only at like an hour and five minutes. It's going to do ten minutes to do the plugs, probably. Yeah, speaking of the plugs. What do you mean? The plugs? we got to do a coin toss to see who does it. Oh, you're right. <sighs> All right, so heads... So Fleur de Lis on your Fleur de Lis coaster. I'm a New Orleans boy. Is you, because you're the New Orleans boy. Yeah. And uh, Tails, which is nothing, is me. I don't uh, know if this coin is weighted because it is a coaster because made of particle board. I have uh, no uh, no allegiances. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Ha-ta-ta-ta-ta. Oh, it didn't land right. Ha-ta-ta-ta-ta. It's going to land in a hand. It's not going to land in your hand. Oh, it did. And it's me. Hey. Hey, if you guys want to get in contact with us, remember when I when I hooked you guys with the social media like hook at the beginning of the episode? Well, now that's coming full circle, just like a middle school essay. If you want to get in touch with us, here's how you do it. You can send us an email like our friend first at zero credits. It's a podcast at gmail.com. Send us what you think of Apex Legends, or send us what you think John should do at Disney World that I forgot. If you want to send that in a smaller 280-character form, you can do so at Twitter.com, at ZCPCWHJ on Twitter.com. And of course, that stands for John. That stands for Zinny the Pooh. Wait, ZC... Shit, I'm trying to make it. We're also on Facebook. You can search Zero Credits Podcast and the Facebook search bar. We're not really active there. We're more active now on our Twitter now that I'm really bored at my job. You can find us on Spotify, which I know a few of you are listening to because somebody sent me something about our descriptions are getting cut off on Spotify. And maybe we should write shorter descriptions so they're not cut off. But you got to go to the podcast. Cast section of Spotify. Look for zero credits with the parentheses around the S. Uh, that is Will Smith. That is Blue Will Smith. Again, thank you, John. Uh, we're on iTunes, of course. If you can find us on iTunes, if you could rate us, leave a re- like a review, uh, and like us on iTunes, that helps us out very much so. We're on Twitch.tv, which maybe we'll stream some Apex Legends if I can figure out had to do so for my stupid PS4. That's not my computer. But that's at twitch.tv slash zero credits. And we can do that for maybe one more week before we have to drop it. Because we haven't done anything with it in a while. Uh, but most importantly, super important. The most important thing you could do is a word of the mouth is the only way that we can survive. So if you tell an enemy, they'll kill you. And then as they spread the word of your defeat, they'll be like, you know what this person did right before they died? They told me to go listen to Zero Credits Podcast. Zero Credits Podcast. And you know, and so you, it'll become infamous and everyone will, you'll be dead. Everyone will know of us through your sacrifice. So tell one enemy and they'll tell the world word of the mouth. That's my thing. 
that I've done, I believe I covered everything. John gave me a circle sign, so now he gets to punch me. And now, in the words of our favorite Disney franchise, Aladdin, spoken in the words of, of the genie, played, of course, by Will Smith, Smokin'! What? Smokin'? What? Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha! What? All those famous genie lines. You're quoting Robin Williams. Smokin'! From everyone here at the Zero Credits 2 Bath, 2 Bed Apartment. <laughs> 2 Bath? You have two bathrooms? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I will fucking kill you. Holy wait, wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. What the fuck? You got two bathrooms? Not even one and a half bathrooms? Who the fuck do you think you are? We want to wish you, you a happy week. Bye. Goodbye. Showers, you <laughs> fucking two sinks. What are you gonna do? Wash four hands, two sinks. Ah, we got, we got, we got three. You got three, three sinks. Six fucking little six Actually, fucking four sinks six, if you count. Six fucking six ass hands, little bitch. Fucking little shit. Fucking fucking six ass bitch. Fucking shit. Fucking, fucking you got a stove.